0: Paranoid. I forget. Do you always forget if you've locked the car or not?
1: Um, no, because I'm i paranoid about locking it, so I check it like two or three times before.
0: I know I lock it and I walk away and I instantly forget if I've locked it.
1: Do you know what would be great? is if they did like a scoped car central locking thing. You could do it from miles away. Oh, that'd be
0: sick. But if you had to hit a target on your car, And, like, you could miss.
1: Well, yeah, I I was thinking more like the convenience rather than the fun. (laughs) So, so if you're just like miles away, you don't have to walk. You just get out your scoped central locking and just go.
0: How would you know, though? (laughs) It's really loud. Like, really loud confirmation noise.
1: (laughs) And, like, a lighthouse sort of level. Brightness (laughs) If you happen to be walking past it You're either deafened or blinded
0: Well I'm uh, three miles away from the car now And I'm just going to see if it still works
1: (laughs) 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 Like all the windows out of nearby houses Would just shatter Ah. (laughs) Okay well
0: You know Hmm. what? what It's only Christmas time Bloody love it. It's only Christmas time. Yeah. You know, do you know what? Do you know what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. It's only Jesus's birthday.
1: Oh, I love that guy. I like his vibe. He seems like a decent fella.
0: It does. Jesus is like the original baller, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to call him the original gangster then. <laughs> I was just like, you don't understand Jesus at all.
0: <laughs> He's a straight geese, isn't he? He's a straight up geese. He's proper geese, yeah.
1: Well, he's a bit like um, a 2,000-year-old Derek Trotter.
0: What, I like, I like a bit of a chancer?
1: Yeah, just a bit of a dealer type.
0: <laughs> so, right, turns out, I'm the son of God.
1: Yeah, and then Luke tries to <laughs> lean against a bar, but uh, he falls over.
0: But no, Jesus stops him from falling because it's... He levitates him. He does.
1: Not gut-bustingly funny, but quite impressive <laughs> magic trick. He's
0: impressive. Turns mm. water into cheap perfume that he sells for ten or a bottle.
1: <laughs> yeah. Out of his three wheeler horse cart. So Ben, Christmas time is coming. Yeah. Goose is getting fat. Yeah. And we've got a special watching films on the toilet. Festive edition.
0: It's the first time we've had a chance to do this, isn't it? We both love the Christmas. We do.
1: I'm not even joking. I really like Christmas.
0: Why would it be a joke? I mean are we do we live in a time Amen. where people are so cynical that they would consider that to be a joke.
1: I. When you have kids, it does become more about them, obviously, and their joy. It does. I mean, for a long time, I really genuinely wanted to have a Christmas all by myself.
0: You still do? I
1: would quite like to, yeah. I did have a little flight of fancy earlier on. Mm. It was when I was reading with my son in, in his bed. Yeah. And he's only five, so reading takes a long time. Yeah. And... Uh, I was just thinking, like, maybe if I got COVID, I could convince my family to go away and I could stay by myself. Yeah.
0: It's a gamble, isn't it? Because you could get really ill or Mm. you might be essentially symptomless. Yeah. And uh, just have a brilliant time. If you got like, yeah, you got a nice gift. You got like Doom or you got Call of Duty. (sighs) You just play it. It's like all day. Do you remember playing games all day? Uninterrupted. I know. I know you got some serious Call of Duty hours back in the day. Oh, man. One of our friends was quite alarmed. It was almost like intervention time. Really? Our friend saw your Call of Duty hours on the game. Yeah. And he couldn't quite believe how much. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I went
1: went heavy on that game. Yeah, you did. To to the point, actually, where I bought my Xbox 360, which is massive, down to my mum's house. (laughs) It would have been Christmas 2010 and set it up in the living room at night. So I could play it when everyone else had gone to bed,
0: <laughs> and then go to sleep when they woke up.
1: Yeah, oh, it's the best. That's one of my favourite Christmases.
0: I bet it was. Anyway, welcome to. Well, I mean, we've talked about Christmas. Mm-hmm. This is a Christmas episode of watching films on the toilet. In case mm-hmm. you don't know, yeah, um, which is a, a podcast about a couple of dads who clearly don't get what they want anymore. <laughs> no, because <laughs> um, you know we got we got little kids, and uh, when we want to watch violent grown up movies. We have to go and sit in the toilet and watch them, don't we? Yeah. We go on the toilet you and then we do. chat, don't we? We catch up, and mm. it's just nice. Um, so, yeah, today we're mm. going to be talking about 1992's Batman Returns. Ooh. We're going to be chatting that over later. Uh, before that, we got a few letters, haven't we? Certainly
1: do. So I have an email here. Okay, good. Dear watching films on the toilet, I listened with absolute incredulity to your last episode, and I'm speechless, Ooh as to just how wrong it is possible for two people to be. <gasps> I don't know what he's going on about.
0: What's this about?
1: I am appalled and quite frankly sickened at your total lack of goose knowledge.
0: <laughs> I see.
1: So, slight detour. Last week, Ben and I spoke at length about the long goose
0: cons. The long goose cons, used to we used
1: to, <laughs> we used to <laughs> play on people. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Is it? We basically said the phrase long goose con over and over again. And then I forgot whether it was a long con Mm. about a goose or or if it was a con about a long goose.
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: And Ben told me it was just a, a long con. Yeah. Long con. This guy disagrees.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Of course there are long geese, you stupid idiots. Oh. Even the most basic of Google searches yields dozens of long geese. If you could just be bothered to look. There's the Emden Goose, African Goose, Steinbacher Goose, Scania Goose, De Floz Goose, the Flemish Goose, Hungarian Goose, Normandy Goose. I bet you probably put the Indian Runner in this group, with its distinctive upright posture, but it is a duck, not a goose. Anyway, the Indian Runner is tall, which is different from long. Buck up your goose ideas, you big pillocks. Yours, unsincerely, John Feathers, marketing (laughs) and comps director, the Goose Guild of the United Kingdom.
0: John Feathers. John Feathers, yeah, I know. It's almost like he was born for that role, isn't it? He was, yeah. So he is claiming that there are many types of long goose?
1: Lots of long geese,
0: yeah. Okay, I was not aware of any long geese. But
1: not the Indian runner. That's a duck and it stands (sighs) upright.
0: We know that. Yeah, I I did know that one. I think everyone I mean, knows
1: that, don't
0: they? My goose knowledge is, is slight, <laughs> but... <laughs> goose knowledge. Such a... But come on. <laughs> come on. What do you think I am? Uh,
1: no.
0: I mean, uh, it was a telling off,
1: but... A bit of education as well.
0: An insightful yeah. one, yeah.
1: I didn't realise there was a goose guild.
0: <laughs> I know, John Feathers. Who? What was his role again? Uh, he's
1: the marketing and comms director. <laughs>
0: Who do you think's the president of the Goose Guild?
1: Bill uh, Webb. It's Webb's feet. (laughs) I
0: get it. I get it. Bill Webb.
1: Bill Webb. Yeah, not Bill Webb, which sex scans better. Bill Webb. Yeah, Bill
0: (laughs) Webb. Yeah. Well, I hope that's not the last we've heard of from the Goose Guild. Okay.
1: Any more correspondence, Ben?
0: We do have another letter, amen and it's it's a big one. Um, I feel like it's something we've been building up to, and I'm very proud that we could have this on our on our thirtieth episode on our Christmas special. Bigger
1: than the Goose Gill email,
0: I think it might be. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, here we go. <clears throat> so, yeah, this is translated from biblical Aramaic, so it may not be a hundred percent accurate. But here we go, dearest, watching films on the toilet. Your boy Jesus up in the house, of God, just wanted to write you a quick note to say how much I enjoy your show. My favourite part is guessing which film you're going to review next. But I have to admit, I'm always a little disappointed when it's not a movie from the Fast and Furious franchise. They are my absolute favourites. If I had my time on Earth again, you never know, I would be spreading the word of God through illegal street racing. I'd be all about that NOS life. (laughs) One of my biggest regrets is completely blowing my chance to become pals with Paul Walker when he ascended to the pearly gates of heaven in 2013. I should have told him how sorry I was that his life was tragically cut short. But instead, I bombarded him with questions about the beef between Vin Diesel and The Rock and how he'd managed to achieve maximum torque on his 2012 (laughs) Nissan GTR. I haven't seen him since. I became similarly overexcited when I met Heath Ledger a few years after his death in 2008. I planned to ask him what it was like to work with Christian Bale on The Dark Knight, but instead I launched into a long-form reenactment of Bale's rant at Shane Hulbert the <laughs> director of photography on Terminator Salvation. <sighs> when I got to the part when Bale told Shane, you're a nice guy, I realised Heath was gone. In future... I'll try to stay away from the movie stars. I just embarrass myself. But if you two happen to find yourselves in heaven anytime soon, tell St. Peter, Jesus says ride or die, and he'll bring you to my clubhouse. Maybe we could throw around some ideas for automobile-based heists together. Until then, try to live your lives a quarter mile at a time. Love, Jesus Christ. Well, do you
1: know what I love about Jesus is how <laughs> sort of humble he, he was. He was humble, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he got starstruck and he made a bit of a tit of himself.
0: He did, but he acknowledged it.
1: How can you not love Jesus after that?
0: I know, you could almost say he was quite down to earth, but he's not. And He's not, he's up there in
1: the old happy place. And also,
0: he was. it was a nice letter. He likes the show, mm-hmm. he just wanted to reach out. Maybe we'll hear from him again.
1: Oh, I'd love to.
0: And if we ever do review one of the Fast and Furious movies, maybe he could be a guest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be amazing. God, what a, what a um coup that would be if we the first podcast to have Jesus. Let's make that happen. We'll get our people to get in touch with Jesus' people.
0: Excellent. We got any we got any Christmas toilet news, Eamon?
1: Interesting, you should
0: ask. Oh ho.
1: Ho ho ho. I googled Christmas and toilet and this is what I got. Mum fuming after paying £85 for Grinch who trashed home and poured drink on son. <laughs> Pour drink on son. Mum, Laura Maghill, was left fuming after... Oh, for f- sake. Pop-ups and stuff. She just can't look at anything on any website now without having to click through a bin in things first. Mum, Laura Maghill, was left fuming after her pre-planned Christmas treat for her children went awry with a Grinch trashing her home instead and covering it in egg.
0: Oh, (laughs)
1: Laura Magill was left fuming after shelling out £85 for a Grinch experience that she said left her home totally trashed. (laughs) She shared photos of the chaos apparently caused by the rogue festive entertainment (laughs) with a delicious-looking spread seemingly smeared on her pristine living room floorboards. Wow. (laughs) Um, Every single bit of party food, expensive cupcakes thrown all over the place, tree decorations broke, fairy liquid poured on my kitchen floor, eggs smashed, and a full bottle of juice poured over my floor and my son.
0: It sounds like Grinch behaviour. Make a bit of a mess, put put some toilet roll around the tree.
1: <laughs> yeah, although I kind of feel like she did kind of get what she asked for.
0: Have you ever trashed someone's house, Eamon?
1: Um... Is that a leading question?
0: I mean, I can think of a low-key trashing that we both did. Oh, God. Well,
1: I must have been drunk. What was that?
0: Our good friend Giles yeah. lived in a really nice flat in Greenwich. <laughs> it was a lovely yeah. place. He worked in the city. Mm. If we were working in the city, I don't think we'd be doing this podcast. I
1: sure wouldn't.
0: What would we be doing if we worked in the city? We'd be...
1: Knee deep in cocaine
0: and hookers. <laughs> But anyway, so he had a really nice flat and we played poker, didn't we, mm-hmm. a few times. Yeah. We would get a, a filthy Chinese. It became a tradition. <laughs> yeah. And then I still, I feel quite guilty about this because it was very, it was actually really mean. Mm. We would hide a plate of some of the Chinese food. Yeah. So like, you know, one of the half eaten plates, we'd hide it somewhere in his flat. Yeah. And he didn't realize we were doing it. And I think the first time we did it, we hid it above the kitchen uh, cupboards.
1: <laughs> well, Charles is a tiny wee man as well, so there's, there's no way he'd ever look get look up there. <laughs> no, it's frighteningly no. small.
0: And it's, it started to stink. And I think like a month and a half later, he mm. found it. Amazing. So it was just stinking out of his flat. Mm-hmm. And it took him it took him that long to find it. And then we did it again two or three more times. <laughs> Good. The
1: best jokes you just you can keep on repeating them; they retain their funniness. Exactly. That reminds me of the time we someone had a packet of pornographic <laughs> playing cards, and after a night of poker, right. we, we hid the entire <laughs> pack around your house. And this is when you were young, so you were still living <laughs> with your mum and dad.
0: Yes. Yeah. No. Not my house. Your parents my house. parents' house. Yeah. You did do that. I think the vast majority of people would would see them as as offensive.
1: Well, I can't really describe <laughs> no, you can't. graphically what we saw. <laughs> no, you can
0: I think my uh, mum found a couple of them.
1: And your dad uh, found a couple and he pretty pleased about that, wasn't he?
0: There were a couple that went missing, but I never saw them again.
1: Captain Les has stashed them away. I don't know, what's happened to the uh, eight of clubs? <laughs> mm.
0: Yo-ho-ho. Ho.
1: Did I ever tell you about the time when uh, I was at my mum and dad's house? I don't think I'd left yet, but I was older. I was maybe seventeen or something. A guy came down to fix a light in a basement, and it was recessed light, so it's difficult to fix. And um, he came up to see me, and and like he looked, he was ashen, and he was just like found some very disturbing magazines in <laughs> in that light fixture, and I was just like, well, I don't know anything about that, <laughs> but he just clearly didn't believe me. He was just like. I'm not going to mention this to your yeah. mum, but they were very, very lot, And I was just like, they're se- serious, seriously. Seriously, they're not mine.
0: You were one of four males in that house. I know. So
1: Odds are, I think it was my older brother, but...
0: It was probably your mum. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
0: probably what I said was. to him. I was
1: just like, joke's on you, pal. That's my mum's filthy porn.
0: And knowing your mum, like I do, it definitely was hers. Mm,
1: yeah, I mean... Women of a certain age, you go into the house and they'll have like good housekeeping, yeah. country homes, yes. things like that arranged neatly. has to be like Razzle, Fiesta. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of like, oh, like, the like coffee mom, table. But, yeah, it's like, mum, but you're not even sort of like, like, you know, like a Playboy or something. She so like, was <laughs> like, nope. Nope, the, the filth it's the filth ones that are the best. Not gonna hold back. She referred to the, the ones that were stashed in the in the recessed light as her special reserve. <laughs> she treated them as like if it was like a cask of like fine port. Yeah, she'd only break them out for <laughs> when we had special
0: occasions. For Christmas and Easter. Yeah, or
1: christenings, yeah.
0: Goes without saying. Good, so Batman Batman returns. Amen. Yes. Uh how did you view it washed it on the toilet of course of course <laughs> not being funny took me six sittings what about you uh just three decent lengthy sits and what did you drink for me
1: i drank jackass style bucket full of eggnog
0: okay how did the eggnog go down
1: unlike the jackass boys i managed to hold the bucket of eggnog down
0: that's impressive but did it yeah. make you go really pale
1: I went very pale and shaky, and my wife got quite insistent about a visit to the hospital. Yeah, but uh, I just put my foot down. I was just like, "No,
0: darling, we're not going." But you look like an egg. I said, "I don't care that I look like an egg. We're not <laughs> going to hospital." So you you rode it out. I did, yeah. Rode out the
1: feeling. Stayed awake all night, mm-hmm. and I had to wear one of those um, what are they call
0: girdles. So you had to stop yourself from blowing open like the fella in Seven?
1: Yeah, or in a more comical way, like the guy at the end of the meaning of life. It's funnier, yeah. That is (laughs) funnier.
0: It's a bit funnier. Mr. Creosote. Yeah. Which
1: is funnier, Mr. Creosote exploding or the big fat guy in Seven? (sighs) They're the same. About the same funniness, aren't they?
0: If someone had kicked Mr. Creosote in the stomach, that would have been funny. (laughs) And if... The fat guy in Seven had exploded when Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman entered the apartment. That would have been funny.
1: That would be funny if also he'd been fed loads of like wafer thin mints.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was force fed after eights. <laughs> He's eaten <in> too many. <laughs> yeah, that would have been it.
1: Ah, oh, Mills, you dumbass. <laughs> Righto.
0: Okay, so how long do I got? You got seven minutes. <laughs> I'll just do it really slowly.
1: Because obviously it was mainly eggs, so it basically came out like a uh, rich custard.
0: Oh well, hold on to your butts. You ready? Ready.
1: Three, two, one, go.
0: So, we open with a rich couple tossing their mutant child into a river. Lol. 33 years later, the sewer baby has grown into Danny DeVito, aka the Penguin, who blackmails a homicidal businessman, played by Christopher Walken, into helping him become mayor of Gotham City. Very much the Rudy Giuliani of Batman villains. Also, walk secretary, Michelle Pfeiffer, uncovers his plan to drain all the power from Gotham City. So he pushes her out of the window of his big office building. She bumps her head really hard, which makes her insane in a really productive way. And she makes herself a cool costume and learns martial arts and whip skills. Oh, and Batman's there. Fighting crime and being all broody when he's not fighting crime until he meets Michelle Pfeiffer and they start dating, which would be great if she wasn't Catwoman. And he wasn't Batman. (laughs) Awkward. Then Penguin and Catwoman team up and try to frame Batman for a murder. And that doesn't really work. And it all ends with a showdown in Penguin's sewer lair, where walking gets fried and Penguin gets kind of blown up when his penguins fire a load of rockets at his base and then he dies. And Catwoman gets shot loads, but she's okay. Like 50 Cent. And Batman's sad. The end.
1: (laughs) Okay, good. So that was uh, one twenty-three. So... Well within your seven minutes there.
0: Do I need to keep going or? Pad it out. Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
1: Um. Do you want to stop there or do you have any more?
0: I could do impressions of Christopher Walken's son in the film. Okay. Dad, go. Save yourself. Dad, (laughs) go. Anyway. Heyman, yeah. Have you ever thrown a child in the river?
1: I was about to ask you the same thing. I had the same question written down. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. Great minds. Great minds. Yeah, I had.
1: Ben, yeah. tell me about that child you threw away. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I don't like talking about Randall too often, <laughs> but um, it's just annoying. Randall? Randall. Yeah. Also, I regret the name. That's just like, oh, you, you got a stupid name. I didn't throw him off a bridge, but I just, I, I encouraged, I strongly encouraged him to just, like,
0: leave. Via a river? Yes,
1: like, Randall, Randall, just, come on, come on, mate, come on, just. Uh, and his little brother Crandall. I mean, Crandall we loved.
0: Yeah, I know, I know you like Crandall, but not Randall.
1: Didn't I like Randall, but obviously, ugh, the names were too similar, so.
0: I mean, I'm just thinking, like, if my child had been born with slippers and eight cats, mm. would I keep it?
1: Toughy, isn't it? Could go either way. They basically kept it in a uh, cage, didn't they? The the baby. They did, yeah. It's like, I can't believe our baby is being a savage. It's just like, well...
0: (laughs) A cage in a sealed basket.
1: I'm no psychologist. (laughs) I feel like locking it in a cage is not the best thing for its development. Yeah. Did you recognise who played his dad? Yeah, who was it? It's Pee Wee Herman.
0: Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, because Tim Burton directed one of those movies. Yeah, That makes sense. Is he disgraced?
1: He's not super disgraced he just do you remember he was going to be one of the guests on Celebrity Tugboat
0: he was that's right Rudy Giuliani's uh, sorry your podcast of Rudy Giuliani yeah
1: he checked it in an adult cinema which I kind of feel like if you're going to get caught that's almost permissible
0: that's okay it's
1: like well it's not okay but at least it's the most understandable like are you just going to go and sit and watch like a porno for an hour and a half doing nothing but like eating popcorn and then run home as fast as you can (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> get out of the way yeah <laughs> yeah that was him i mean it was a very dark opening it was dark
1: It didn't feel particularly believable i'm not sure i bought it
0: they were pretty snooty
1: yeah those rich people hate hate deformities they do it's... which you do you hate them don't you <laughs> he talks about this
0: the more you think about it the more it makes sense yeah okay so river baby out comes Danny DeVito. Mm. How do you feel about Danny?
1: I think he was the best thing in the whole darn film.
0: He's great in that film.
1: He's unrecognisable. All right, there. You're. He's saying hello to my wife. All right, babe. Ben says, "All right, babe." Got a Christmas jumper on. I like that. Thank you very much. It's a penguin with antlers. Who doesn't love a hybrid <laughs> animal at Christmas?
0: <laughs> Did it say on the back, "I love genetics"?
1: Danny yeah. DeVito's uh, parents would keep that thing in a in a cage.
0: They tossed that in a river.
1: Talking about Batman Returns. Oh,
0: okay, yeah, a lot, many penguins in that. A shit ton. <laughs> yeah, I thought that <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'll leave you boys to it. All right. See you later. Hang on, where were we? Devito. He made constant noise as well. His noises was, uh, are great. <laughs> <laughs> he reminded me of my nan, oh. <laughs> who is sadly passed away, mm. but she made constant noise. Give
1: us an example of the noises she made. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yeah. Uh, yeah how did she say yes Ooh, yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. she was lovely she was so sweet but she did make constant noise and she
1: looked exactly like the penguin as well didn't she she did
0: and every time i saw her she'd try and bite my nose i got used to it <laughs> but i'd back away he was uh, he was
1: supposed to be 33 years old despite the <laughs> brilliant makeup job. i'm not buying that
0: you looked a bit like that when you were 33.
1: I did, yeah.
0: Now, you look a lot worse now.
1: Well, you know, we've discussed my sheep bum face also looking like that, the big fat prince of Wales.
0: Yes, we did discuss this.
1: And it looked like both of those things simultaneously. And also penguin this is not a good look.
0: I mean, that's, that's when you were handsome. Yeah,
1: and I've gone downhill since then.
0: <sighs> big time.
1: And you look like a slightly ugly Kevin Bacon.
0: Still, same.
1: Bear in mind, Kevin Bacon's horrifically ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and you look like a slightly uglier version of him.
0: He's Hollywood ugly. He is Hollywood He's ugly. Yeah. Normal fine.
1: Yeah. Normal fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, the Danny was great. I liked his lair underground. Mm-hmm. It was odd. I mean, the whole film. It was clearly shot in a studio. Yeah. It felt quite, quite tight. Um, it lacked the scale of the first film. I think.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I tell you what, all the action sequences I thought were boring as hell. Really. Maybe it's just because action sequences of just improved with over time, but everything looked like a beat-off. <laughs> All...
0: <laughs> Interesting choice of words.
1: Everything looked like a beat-off. Uh, it was too choreographed. Yeah. It felt like they needed maybe another week to get it super tight. It just wasn't.
0: I still prefer Batman's... To, I prefer Keaton Batman punches to Bail Batman punches. What? Yeah, definitely. It felt like they had more of an impact. Just Keaton. He was tough. Felt like he was barely in it.
1: Most of the time was was spent with Max, Shrek and, and the Penguin.
0: Yeah, that is quite odd, isn't it? He Batman suddenly just... Well, they throw up the bat signal in the sky and Bruce Wayne just sort of sits there for a bit and stands up and looks at it. He's not in a hurry. I thought,
1: I thought that would look really funny if they did that really cinematic kind of stand-up look at it and he was like... <laughs> And, like, you're yeah. looking for his keys. Like, shit, shit, shit. Oh, God! Alfred, where's my stuff? Alfred! Okay, well, since you're on Keaton, where would you rate him in the World Series of Batmans, which is a format that I have been pitching
0: recently? The World Series of Batmans. Um, He's my favourite Batman. More so than Bale? Yeah. I think you're full of it, mate. No, no, mate. Bale is fine, mm. but his voice is ridiculous. Mm-mm. Towards the end, He gave me you can't understand a word he's saying. It's stupid. It's always been Keaton for me, Amen. Here's the thing, Ben.
1: If you dressed up in an unrecognizable costume, yes. and then I met you and you're like, uh, hey, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. And use your normal voice, I'd be like, Ben, what why are you why are you dressed up? <laughs> you have to disguise your voice as yeah, well. but not. You can't just disguise, disguise the, uh, your face. Hey amen.
0: Another. Oh, what should he have done? There. Oh, hello. I'm the Batman. It was stupid, though. It was a bad choice. I don't know. Keaton does the slightly, just slightly gruff thing.
1: He's is slightly gruffer. Yeah.
0: You can talk just like Batman. You can be a bit grizzly. Bale sounds more like the Penguin than he does Batman.
1: I think this is something, this is like something from the trip where your impression of Batman has become so grotesque. (laughs) That's what you think his voice is actually like now because you've done it so much.
0: It does. It sounds exactly like that.
1: That's an interesting theory because... Do you prefer the Bale Batman films to, to the Keaton ones?
0: No. I think it's flawed, but I think The Dark Knight is the best Batman film. Mm-hmm. And I'd say Batman is the next best. Mm. What about you? Do you prefer them all to the Keatons?
1: Um, I've got to go OG, haven't you, Adam West?
0: Well, you're a you're a Batman and Robin fan, aren't you? Yeah,
1: Robin is my favourite character in that universe. Who is it? Chris O'Donnell?
0: He was a bright young star, wasn't he?
1: I would say Bale is the best one.
0: Okay, all right. Robin was going to be in this movie until there was a rewrite and then they ditched him.
1: These days, I think it's just weird. It'd be a weird sidekick to have in there and I think the best handling of that is The Dark Knight Rises where they kind of nod to it a little bit.
0: Yeah, I I don't like the fact that he suddenly just knows who Batman is. Like, he just figures it out.
1: Well, I mean, if you're talking about plot holes, there's about a billion you could talk about with this film.
0: All right, Mr. Defensive. Oh, I like... Christian Bale, he's my favourite. You're a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave it there and let's move on. Okay, what about Selena Kyle? How do you feel about her? I thought that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Oh, what? You know, stupid and dumb. Oh, and rubbish. Weird. You're rubbish. You're a rubbish person.
1: <laughs> like first, first of all, I really hated that bit where they trying to elicit sympathy for her, mm. where she goes, uh, "Oh, I have an idea." It's just like. No personal assistance slash secretary, whatever you want to call them, would ever do that and not get sort of shouted down for it in the middle of like a meeting like that.
0: Are you saying she deserved to be pushed out of that window?
1: Well, I mean, maybe not all the way, but maybe a little, maybe out a two-story window. Meantime,
0: I got bigger fish to fry. And
1: it's just like, so if you fall out of a, sorry, if you can hear lots of rattling, that's my, my wife in the background. She's uh, either loading or unloading the dishwasher. I'll leave you on tenterhooks and I'll reveal that spoiler at the end of the show.
0: I can't wait.
1: I just thought it was weird that she she fell out the window, got nibbled by some cats, and that makes her that was creepy. Amazing, that bit was creepy. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of cool, but then like what? That makes her really good at like kung fu and whips and
0: stuff. It yeah, that is make quite sense. Weird. It's stupid. She's then able to fight Batman.
1: That's like the laziest origin story, maybe in any comic book film.
0: It is odd, but I did enjoy her performance. I think Pfeiffer was great. I seem to remember as an 11-year-old boy, she was my first crush catwoman.
1: You saw that in the pictures, then you ran home, didn't you? (laughs) So now my wife is loading a ready meal into the microwave. That's what the beeping is. So what ready meal do you think it is?
0: I'm going to go with a, a lasagna.
1: Lasagna. No. Tough luck. It's Tesco finest. Hang on. It's Tesco Finest Chicken Tiki Masala with fragrant pilau rice.
0: Oh, nice. Good choice. Yeah. <laughs> I think the fact that it's Tesco Finest tells us everything we need to know. She's a classy lady, is what I'm saying. She is.
1: Um, so did you like Michelle Pfeiffer then?
0: Yeah, I really like Michelle Pfeiffer in that. I know it's a dumb transition, but I liked her as Selena Kyle. I really like the scene where her and Batman, or her and Bruce Wayne, realise who they are. Uh, I've always liked that scene. I like the music. I just like the vibe.
1: I like it. It's funny when she says, "Does that mean we have to start fighting?" I think that bit—that is a bit is
0: good. I do find the whole thing quite tragic. Batman kind of starts the film. It's like he's bored. Yeah. And you know, here's here's a lady. They get on very well, but they can't be together. It's pretty sad. Great at the end as well. She just goes completely nuts.
1: Apparently, she can get shot like half a dozen times. A
0: OK. As I said. 50 Cent survived.
1: Yeah, that's true. You got shot the exact
0: same point nine times. Oh yeah,
1: the same hole over and over again. Outside of how bad it is shooting someone, you have to get plaudits the marksmanship of his would-be assassin was
0: chef's kiss. Incredible. <laughs> I think even he would acknowledge that.
1: I think he has gone on record as to saying it was seven tremendous shots. Yeah. His exact words.
0: <laughs> it was a seven tremendous shot. Yeah. But I aiming. Mean, you're a man of goons.
1: Yeah, I am, yeah.
0: Surely you got a kick out of some of the goonage in this film.
1: The only goon I have truly liked is that creepy-looking actor who's in like Amadeus and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. He had the monkey. Yeah, the monkey, and he had the the organ. Instead, it was a mini gun. I thought, I thought that was really cool.
0: That was very strong.
1: But I hated all the clowns and the the motorbike guys with the giant skull heads. Thought it was stupid. Yeah, I think it just shows how how far things have come. Yeah, like you have to justify who and why the people you're using look and behave that way. Mm. But just for people to turn up with like, like you would have spent ages training those people to use the stilts and stuff. Or were they supposed to be circus performers
0: originally? I think they were probably circus performers that had turned to a life of crime. You know, when there's, when their circus work had dried up.
1: I mean, it happens so often, doesn't (laughs) it? It's such a sad tale.
0: Again, it's something we haven't talked about before, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's why we do this podcast, isn't it? That's right. Ex circus performers turned podcasters. What was your role in the circus, Eamon? Obviously, I know, but well, um, so everyone else.
1: I used to tame tigers, but then I let one of them eat a load of people by mistake.
0: I, I remember it was terrible.
1: Yeah, it was. It's really awkward. Yeah, I'd say. Well, I was just a bit hungover, and <laughs> uh, I was just like, oh, "Just shut up, be quiet." You
0: just let him out, and didn't
1: you? Um, he just went off on a rampage and ate a load of people. And I felt I felt like quite the Christmas ham afterwards. <laughs> I don't mind telling you, I yeah. felt I was as giddy as a goat that day.
0: <laughs>
1: and uh, what was your special power?
0: Uh, strong man, strong oh, man. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And I got uh, I got kicked out because I was too strong. You know how it is. They
1: had difficulty tracking down those old fashioned spherical weights.
0: They did. Yeah. Yeah. They, that's it. They couldn't get hold of them. I just, I just made it look too easy. Well, in the end,
1: you decided to get two World War Two uh, anti ship mines. Yes, and attach the two of them with a bar. That's right, and. You walked in bold as brass, holding it above your head. Yeah. But what you didn't realise is they were both live. <laughs> yeah. And she threw it down on the floor. They detonated. That's right. And blew up the entire tent.
0: Killed your tiger.
1: Killed my tiger, which is a relief. I mean, I don't know if, I've never thanked you for that, but you got me out of real bite. Yes. Because by you killing two hundred strong audience. It made my tiger mornings look like nothing.
0: Well, yeah, I'm, I'm fairly sure they've gone unmentioned up until now. Yeah, but you know, I do look back fondly on our circus days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can just see in slow motion you strutting in, proud as a peacock, going, "Look at my <laughs> new weights," and just threw <sighs> it down.
0: Jeez. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, Thankfully, I was so strong that. Didn't affect me at all.
1: And you shielded me, didn't you? I did. From the blast.
0: I did, yeah. You held me
1: in your strong arms.
0: Not intentionally. Um, No. But you you just happened to be right behind me.
1: I just ran in there, quick as a flash.
0: Yeah, ran in me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You just jumped in my back, didn't you?
1: I did, yeah. So, okay, Ben, I'm going to lay this on you. Okay. Would you flush this film or fish it out?
0: Oh, it's very difficult, this one. I know it's mad, Mm -hmm. but I really like the look of it. I really enjoyed the, the central performances. Mm. And I, yeah, I enjoyed watching it. It's a lot darker than it should be. I, like when Catwoman first assaults that guy in the alley. Yeah. She cuts his face up. Yeah, Very violent. When the penguin's
1: going to kill all,
0: the, all those babies. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. And I, I do like that. So mm. I would fish it out. Much like Max Shrek's evidence has been fished out of the sewer. I would keep it. Mm. Like Fred's hand.
1: I've made a note of that because I thought, oh, that that's so close to what we say. It is, isn't it? Remember, Max, you flush it, I flaunt it. Yeah. She's like, why don't you say fish it out, you dumb penguin? <laughs> Much better.
0: I think I know what your answer's going to be, mm. but let's hear it.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flush this. Mm-hmm. Primarily because he he doesn't say he fishes it out. I think if he said oh, I fished it out, I I would have fished it out as well. Yeah, but because yeah. he didn't. I'm not. And also, it's a stupid, dumb film. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not going to agree, but I'll accept what you said.
1: I think, you know, Tim Burton is obviously like an auteur. He has a very definite look to his films. Mm. And if you like that look, I can understand why you'd like that film. But I think I'm probably not quite so shallow. <laughs> I, I, I like <laughs> storytelling. Oh, And man. good stories. Wow. So... Yes, mascara is, is cool. But do you know what's even cooler? Good story.
0: Oh, goodness me. Well, there it is. There it is. I wish that tiger had mauled you before <laughs> those bombs blew up. <laughs> <laughs> would have saved us a lot of hassle. Yeah. Every film would be in the tank of glory by it now. Been, yeah. <laughs> so that was that movie. Mm. That was a Christmas movie. And uh, before we uh, get... Stuck into the top five, Eamon. Yeah. We got a little treat for the dogs, haven't we? (laughs) We
1: we, we have, yeah. I think they've earned it. I think they've earned it. Christmas treat, yeah. Here, a little, uh, here, it's a selection of humorous outtakes which uh, ended up on the cutting room floor (laughs) that we we thought we'd share with you because they're quite funny and we look a bit doffed. And it starts with. Uh, a, little, a little snippet from our very first episode. Here you go.
0: Okay. Hello, and welcome to Watching Veritropes on the Water Closet. A radio
1: broadcast in which two elderly men view picked in the laboratory. tree. First
0: telegraph. I have one here from Cary Grant. It says the following. Please cease your unfounded allegations that I am of indecent countenance and questionable virtue. Stop. You are undignified men. So we've actually been sent a gift, if you can believe it, and there's a note attached. It says, Dear Watching Films on the Toilet. I note that Eamon is obsessed with the compressed air bullets that are used in Live and Let Die. He's mentioned several times the scene where James Bond force feeds Kananga one of these bullets which makes him blow up like a balloon and then explode. I myself am a bit of a garden shed inventor, an amateur Q you might call me, and I've recreated one of these bullets for you to keep as a souvenir. Yours truly, Daniel Crawford.
1: Oh wow, you can see it looks like the real deal. It's beautiful craftsmanship. let me just see if i can swallow it nothing's happened must
0: be a replica i'll try and punch you in the gut oh
1: yeah good idea oh <laughs> hello something's happening down there
0: oh yeah you're beginning to balloon oh here i go Ooh. oh that was awesome i'm uh, i'm covered in bits of amen. so i can't actually believe
1: i'm about to say this we're lucky to have with us Uh, today a bona fide legend of cinema he's an action icon his films have grossed over four billion dollars and he starred in such classics as Terminator, Terminator 2, Commando, Running Man, Total Recall, Predator, Twins and True Lies. I'm talking, of course, about Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's agreed to sit down with us and do a deep dive on his films and share some incredible behind the scenes secrets that have not been told until now. Arnold, it's an absolute honor to have you with us. We've got a lot of ground to cover, so my opening question is this. Tell us about your Nazi dad.
0: I did not agree to that question. This interview is over.
1: I think you mean terminated?
0: You so, Eamon, we have a new sponsor. Oh, I'm delighted to announce our new sponsors are gun manufacturers Smith and Wesson. Ooh. And to celebrate our partnership, they sent us a brand new MP 10 millimeter M2. Oh, I've got to tell you, it's a delightful weapon. Um, it's lightweight, compact, and the trigger is incredibly responsive. <laughs> Oh, God! Oh, my God! Oh, God! Oh, my God! I've shot my leg! I've shot my leg! Oh, there's blood! Oh, there's all the blood! Oh, my God! I'm gonna faint! Oh, I'm gonna... Ah. LMAO. <laughs> but what a year it's been. Good, good. Good, good. And now it's on to this week's Christmas special, Top 5. So the way this works is, in case you don't know, uh, we're going to guess each other's top five films based on a theme. This week it's Christmas movies. Obvs. And uh, whoever gets the most guesses gets to win... And the other person gets to do a forfeit. So, Eamon, you lost last week, didn't you? <coughs> I did. So, what is your first guess for my favourite Chris- Christmas movies?
1: First guess is The Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: No. Oh. Okay, my guess for you is mm. It's a Wonderful Life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because I bloody go on about it the whole time.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh i'm so glad he's alive you
1: famously said that that film takes a real downturn when he realizes the joy that he has in his life
0: that's right i'd much prefer it if it just ended with him just hanging
1: (laughs) you've actually you've actually made your own cut of that yeah that when you see that top-down view of him jumping into into the river it just says the end that's right right uh this is a double Mm -hmm. die hard
0: of course who do you think I am?
1: what oh, my favourite bit is when uh, Alan Rickman falls off the building, looks like he's about to f- himself. <laughs> uh, okay,
0: for you. Or I might just go for a double. Home Alone. No. Oh, you suck.
1: I can say another double here. Elf.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I love Elf.
1: It's really good.
0: So funny. Okay, so i got to get this one. Yeah. I know you like this film. It is set at Christmas, apparently. L.A. Confidential.
1: No. Ah, well. my choice is quite conventionally all sort of Christmassy films. No? So
0: you went, you've won, Eamon.
1: Yes, Christmas well, win.
0: Sometimes you just go conventional, don't you? And that yeah. throws me. What, what, what were your choices?
1: Uh, I had Elf, It's a Wonderful Life, Die Hard, Gremlins, <laughs> and Scrooged. Bill Murray there. What about you?
0: I had Gremlins, mm-hmm. Die Hard, yeah. Elf, yeah. Home Alone, mm-hmm. and Edward Scissorhands. Is that a Christmas? Yes, yeah, Christmas.
1: Lovely stuff. Alright. Okay. And of course, uh, well, last episode I had to do the forfeit, which was I had to ruin a museum exhibition.
0: That's and right, you had to destroy a museum. I did, and this
1: is what happened. Here I am in the British Museum, about to smash up a load of stuff. I've decided to come here to the Ancient Romans exhibition because I've never liked the Romans. I don't care if they're numerals or those leaf crowns they wear on their heads. I'm not expecting to do much before I get stopped. Maybe trash a couple of things. Got my trusty bat with me. Let's make a start. Well, that was fun. I managed to smash up the whole exhibition, stupid Romans. No one stopped me. They're running a skeleton staff because of the pandemic. Let's keep going, see what else I can smash up. So I've destroyed the Egyptian mummies and a ton of Italian Renaissance art. Let's see what's next. So that's it. I destroyed the whole museum. The Rosetta Stone is history. Not like catalogued history, but like smashed into gravel and you'll never see it again type history. I suppose it serves the British Museum right for having all that stuff in the first place. I feel satisfied. Also a bit empty. But mainly what I feel is hungry. So I'm off now for a Zinger Tower burger.
0: <laughs> bye bye. So, there we are. 30 episodes. Christmas time. I think. You're going gonna to get blitzed.
1: I will get quite drunk, yes.
0: You're going to get slam drunk.
1: I might make this my gift to my kids this year: is the, the let them see me drunk.
0: <laughs> I Hope they enjoy that.
1: I think they will. I kind of feel like it's a rite of passage that every child needs to see.
0: It depends what kind of drunk you are, I suppose.
1: Well, it goes in stages, as you well know. It
0: does it? Basically,
1: does basically need to uh, time it so they get to see the happy Amon.
0: Yeah, there's two or three quite distinctive stages.
1: The second to last one is the uh, mindless violence Amon.
0: Happy Amon. I'd say dazed, confrontational, Eamon.
1: Then civic damage, Eamon.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. What about... what's What are my stages? Has, it's been a while.
1: Yeah, it has been. Even more, like, excited than usual, Ben. Yeah. Then carefree, Ben. And then yoga, Ben. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which yeah, also that's, coincides
1: that's, with you vomiting lots. That's
0: pretty far over. That's I'm, me, yeah, making strange sort of contorted body positions and throwing up
1: that's right yeah yeah all right well
0: Merry Christmas Amen.
1: Merry Christmas to you
0: Ben and Merry Christmas to the damn dogs
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah Merry Christmas you guys hope you in, in all seriousness hope you have a lovely Christmas and uh thanks for listening it feels like we've not said that for a while thanks mm. very much for listening uh there's not many of you but we do
0: appreciate the listens
1: the no sounds like uh, this is the end, but it's only the end of this series.
0: Yeah, it's the end of this season.
1: It's a season, yeah. Yeah, we're this, cool. This is a this, season.
0: I mean, season one was 30 episodes.
1: That's pretty big. That's bigger than an American sitcom. And they're big. And also, they're only 23 minutes.
0: Yeah, how's this it was was, like, that?
1: averaged about 40.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, all that content. I, they should be thanking us.
1: Yeah, if you can write in to thank us. Yeah. That is is usually how it works,
0: isn't it? Think of all our achievements. We ruined Saltash. We upset James Cameron.
1: We reminisced about my um, my dog beards. Raised a bit of glue in my face
0: and, and did. rubbed them on a dog. We started a beef with Joe Rogan, making various peoples feel quite uncomfortable. Uh, the yeah. Irish, the Cornish,
1: the people who drink petrol.
0: Think yeah. of them at Christmas. Think of the petrol stinking hobos. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and raise a glass of petrol. And yeah to, to
0: them yeah and let's you know that's a great way to sign off we'll, let's raise a glass of petrol <laughs> and say
1: keep flushing
0: cheers <laughs> <laughs>